Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Osbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 20th of May. I'm Nadine Blaney. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. And I'm here with uh, my colleague, David Scott. Scuddy, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm uh, I'm fantastic today. It's, uh, it's been a big day for us here in Osbys. And uh, yeah, glad to be uh, through it and uh, Friday tomorrow. It is Friday tomorrow. I love a Thursday. I love a Thursday where the market closes up by... Yeah, one and a quarter percent roundabout there got rid of yesterday's, well, almost got rid of yesterday's losses. Look, I'm not saying this is going to continue, but uh, nice to see some green on the screen. Resource stocks bouncing off their lows, financials doing really well today. CBA in particular was up by three, three point four percent, but there was just just lots, lots of interest in buying in this market. So, what do you think? What do you think we can put that down to? I mean, it's hard to know. I know. Do you know? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't pretend to know. It's uh, yeah, okay. it is really strange what's going on. There's lots of like hypotheses out there. I know the Fed minutes talked about you know, talking about tapering at some point in the future. Well, yeah, but we knew that that's going to happen. Exactly right. I, oh, I did those, uh, you know, see some potential timelines. You know, June, July start talking about talking about a taper. Did you did you hear that? There's also some inflation risk out there as well. Oh yeah, I've heard that well, one. Well, that was the, that was all the vogue yesterday. Of course, so that was driving things down, and I yeah. know it was all going to be the end of the world. And then uh, all of a sudden today, it's uh, it's fine and dandy. So um, let's go and be uh, honest. It probably isn't either of those things, uh, but it is really interesting. The price action we've seen, uh, really, uh, you know, strong two-way price action. Uh, interesting. Yeah, and and will it be a dead cap bounce? Well, only time will tell, right? And we're looking forward to jobless claims out in the U.S. tonight. Uh, we've got a Fed. Philly Manufacturing read that will come out. We'll be watching input prices there, um, mm-hmm. employment as well with much interest because, of course, employment is front and center for the U.S. Fed and their taper timetable depends on jobs uh, yeah. and jobless rate. It was really funny reading some of the uh, remarks last night following the uh, the Fed minutes and people were poo-pooing that saying, oh, the retail sales figure was weak for April. I'm like, it's weak it was unchanged from the highest level on record <laughs> so if that's weak i don't know what i uh, know what strong is but uh and then they're talking about the uh building approvals data no it was so soft you know big miss well that's because people couldn't get their hands on materials so um yeah i'm uh, i'm still not uh, not uh, concerned that we're seeing the end of this uh renaissance in the u.s economy i think it's only gets stronger but uh some of the narratives to explain the price action at the moment are just 
unusual and quite uh, amusing, I've got to say. Well, you, you know, volatility breeds opportunity, as we've said, but yes. again, it can be a bit dangerous out there. So, well, here's my plug for the day. Keep listening, keep watching Ausbiz because, you know, we speak to so many expert analysts and uh, people who are running real money. And so we try to really, you know, pull from them what they think is the likely path from here. Uh, look, as far as the jobless read go, I was on air with Annette Beecher. You ditched me for the three. Or actually, I stood in for you at the three. Let's rephrase I mean, that. I was on air for nearly four hours today, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. No, no. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all fun and games here. There's no, no ownership of any hours. But anyways, <laughs> I was on air with Annette. Lovely Annette. What a pleasure. Three. And she said that the jobs report really did have something for everything. But probably most significant is that but Goldilocks, you know, the unemployment rate going down, but the jobless read or the jobs read overall wasn't so positive that's going to put the RBA in any uncomfortable position that it's going to have to, you know, change its tack at least for now. Mm, probably no closer to finding out whether the RBA has the uh, impetus to go and uh, pull back on QE and, uh, and that yield curve control target. But uh, straight from the horse's mouth of the ABS, uh, we spoke to Bjorn uh, over at uh, the ABS. He said that uh, no Easter impact was quite significant. Uh, Justin Smirk from uh, Westpac was also in the panel discussion uh, just after the release of that data. Uh, he said exactly the same thing. So uh, I'm dismissing a lot of the noise in that. Uh, the best read, as the ABA has said previously, is the unemployment rate. And it went down. It was better than expected. Underutilization, underemployment both went down as well. Full-time jobs are up. So to me, uh, it was pretty positive. Uh, the net, net job headline figure made us reflect that a lot of people were taking leave uh, temporarily um, because it was Easter. Yeah. So that is a tick for the overall recovery that continues to happen here in Australia. Now, one thing I didn't mention that we've been talking about a lot and for good reason, you know, whether you're a believer in the long term uh, monetary implications of Bitcoin as it being an alternative form of currency, you know, put that aside. I mean, it's a hot topic of conversation everywhere and with mm. everyone in our newsletter today, if you'd like to get a view from a couple of the experts that we spoke with today, Niv Dagen from Peak Asset Management, uh, he says, uh, just be a bit careful. You can access I concur. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't even go to you because <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. Uh, but he shares his technical outlook for the crypto space. Maybe perhaps counterbalance all of this sort of talk about crypto is, you know, a stalwart like Marcus Bogdan, CIO at Blackmore Capital, who said, look, you want to have quality over quantity if we continue to see this market pull back. And you can listen to what he's buying via the show notes. Always worth a listen to what Marcus has to say. And again, you know, we continue now to be talking about correction. Yes, we saw the market bounce today, but... You know, are we seeing some sort of a correction on the cards? Could it be this time, this time around? Because let's be honest, Scotty, lots of people have been calling for a correction every time we see a bit of a fluctuation in the in the share market. Yeah, it's, uh, this is the view about today. And uh, I remember writing yonks ago, I've written a lot over the last year, but uh, I remember writing that uh, the things I was looking for, like Tesla, Bitcoin, Afterpay, there were three stocks I was looking for because really endemic of that big liquidity uh, no, surge that we saw uh, last year that helped to go propel these markets higher and help the economic recovery. I remember writing that when you see them come off the ball, it's a pretty good indication that liquidity tide is pulling back. Now, we've seen all those particular asset classes and names going for quite sharply. And so I just wonder, looking at the two-way price action at the moment, look, no one knows if it's going to be a correction or not. I'm certainly not thinking it's going to be a bloodbath or anything along those lines. But uh, 
putting it all together, it's certainly a, probably an opportune time to be a little bit more cautious than usual at this stage because we are at very elevated levels. There is a lot of good news priced in and the markets, most importantly, are positioned for that good news. Okay. So we will continue, obviously, to speak about this narrative in much detail. Uh, look, there was a lot of news out there today. Uh, we spoke with the CEO of Ampol toward the end of the session about its ambitions to become less carbon intensive uh put some goals around that as well you can access that interview via the show notes as we mentioned you know one of the best performers today was afterpay ltm had an agm invested uh, an agm and so uh, that company did uh, do pretty well and we also saw a bit of a broker move coming for ap eagers which was one of the better performing names as well uh, on the flip side though we did have iluca getting hammered on a day that we saw, you know, the market rising, although miners were under pressure, it uh, is suspending its rutile operations in the Sierra Leone and has withdrawn its 2021 output forecast. So that was the worst performer, down by 4.6%. We also heard from Qantas, of course. Qantas, I mean, <laughs> plenty were calling for it. Plenty knew it was going to happen. Pushing back the date for the resumption of international travel. I'd say sadly, uh, but still, that's the reality of the situation. So December is now what it's saying. We've got the government saying that borders won't open in a meaningful way until mid-2022. So obviously, the company's had to update its forecasts going forward, and it's now forecasting a loss before tax of over $2 billion in the financial year to June the 30th. Just a mere drop in the ocean. Uh, it's a quasi-government-backed organization. Uh, Qantas will be around for a long time yet, but I uh, really troubling to go and see potentially the other implications of this border closure the more i think about it the more i just shake my head and mm. some of the comments that were out today from uh the health minister you know, trying to convince people to get the uh the vaccine and then rolling back and saying well by the way like no other vaccines are going to be available to other people later in the year it's like yeah i know the messaging, the messaging is awful coming from the government yeah. they, they act like in my opinion they need to start acting like they even care if people get vaccinated and it's it's just like they don't yeah. you know there's no compelling advertising there's no movement to put selfies up when people are getting their vaccines it's as if i mean perhaps they do have something to be embarrassed about but it's as if they don't now this this might be going out on a limb but it's just, it's just as if they don't really care if people get vaccinated i think they're quite happy keeping the borders closed until after an election so that they can play that narrative through an election cycle yeah i'm not a big political person i don't pretend to be as well but uh, i'm very disappointed with everything that's been going on on that front at the moment uh, no responsibility and uh it's a clear winning election strategy at the moment in this country to keep borders shut and unfortunately uh, for the likes of uh, you and other people who've got loved ones overseas and uh, those who want to go and travel and see those people uh, we're going to be stuck here for the time being. I, I just can't see anything changing. Or people coming in. I mean, yeah. lots of people are vaccinated around this world. We're not. Lots of other people are. Anyhow, of course, health is front and center. But uh, I just fear that that is not, uh, th that's not necessarily the... That's not the motivation. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You said it for me. Um, I hate going out on a limb sometimes. I hate that's editorializing. That's why, that's why, I'm a good old journo. That's why you have me here. Yeah. It's a podcast, so a little bit different. Uh, anyways, we, uh, we got... Off-track Qantas is the stock of the day. So knowing all that, would you buy, hold, or sell it? Kashi sat down with Adam Dawes from Sean Partners and Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities. I was surprised to hear today when I did a bit of work on it that they have reached to 95% of their capacity of domestic travel for the, for the June quarter. Mm. So that does mean people are moving and things like that. And we just spoke about it. Obviously, Qantas is looking for 
that overall domestic travel to really be their cash cow moving forward and then international is going to be you know sort of the cream on top so look i think Qantas is is okay yeah this one will travel along sideways i think the market's already digested this we knew that this was going to happen so i think it's 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 a move forward but i wouldn't be buying anymore at these okay. levels it's yeah. it's been it's been pretty difficult um i guess i'm not surprised that people are itching to get traveling again and i'm not surprised that that we're getting vaccinated even though it is a bit slow but mm. i guess i haven't factored in just the ineptitude of government at this sort of mm. level and if you look long enough i think you'll make money holding Qantas here but yeah it's i mean there's basically three different headlines every day can we yeah. travel can we not what you know we're pushing it out to this date or not That's and it's point. just it's going to be a really wild ride for investors if you're holding Qantas here yeah that is the verdict so it's a hold uh, there's just uh, you know so you heard it, it it was in the portfolio already no, it wasn't in the portfolio. Okay. Uh, I don't know where you got that information, Scotty, but it is wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, anyways, move on. Yeah, yes. uh, tomorrow. Yeah, also, also your thoughts. <laughs> tomorrow is Ryan Detrick Day. Now, look, I've been following this guy on Twitter for quite some time. He has over 81,000 followers. He's chief market strategist and senior VP at LPL Financial. But I follow him on Twitter because he's just, he's one of those factoid people. He puts out a lot of good market facts. Uh, you know me, Scotty, total nerd. You know, yeah. these, are, these are the kind of things I talk about at drinks at the last call on Friday. Sweet. Anyhow, I'm a riot. He is going to be joining us from 8.30 live from the U.S. So looking forward to that one. He's, I think he's in Cincinnati. Yeah, he's in Cincinnati. Uh, that that mecca, that financial mecca. Um, but so that's eight thirty. Where do we go from there? Uh, we've got plenty of great guests that are coming to us from the Safa event, the conference that's being held in Sydney. So really looking forward to that as well. Um, also on the guest list tomorrow, we'll be speaking to uh, look Mark Carnegie, a partner at Carnegie and Co. It'll be really interesting to get his thoughts on Bitcoin, considering all the volatility, because he's now uh, started a Bitcoin fund. Uh, we'll be speaking with Dominic Stevens, MD of the ASX, and uh, we'll wrap it up with Shane Oliver, Head of Investment Strategy at AMP for his weekly wrap, and he looks ahead to the next week. And then we've got uh, the last call happening. Yeah. Should be good. Yeah, looking forward to it, watching it. Oh, you're out of town, aren't you? I am, but uh, I'm sure that uh, there'll be Off to the land of milk and honey and babies and, and beautiful things like that. Absolutely, but uh, I'll always be tuning in and looking forward to seeing what's going on there. Okay. Um, yeah, so have fun. Yeah, thanks, but I'll, I'll see you tomorrow morning, Scotty, before you I go. W- yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm planning to be here in the morning, so yeah. Yeah, I good. Hope, I hope to be. Yeah, you're all my witnesses if he doesn't show. Okay, have a good evening, everyone. See you, Scotty. See you later. 